Hey, have you ever wondered how the ultra wealthy grow their real estate portfolio so fast and furious? Have you ever heard of the infinite banking concept? Learn how you can become your own bank and build out your own real estate portfolio like the pros, like the ultra wealthy. Call Ed Knezovich or Ryan Miller at Next Level Continuing Education at 614-648-2440. Learn how to purchase investment real estate without spending a dollar of your own capital through Next Level Continuing Education. 614-648-2440. Hey, it's Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time. And here I'm very excited to have this guest in studio today. Uh, it comes from a, an incredible family. Uh, matter of fact, I, I do know his uncle uh, back in the day. They were good, good friends with uh, the Paniki family, Vince yeah. Paniki right. and uh, uh, Uncle George Voinovich. I got Vic Voinovich in the studio. How are you, Vic? I'm doing great. Great to be here. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Good to see you finally. We, we had to get, we tried to get you in in December and COVID hit. And yeah. oh my gosh, right? We were both Trying on times. quarantine. Yeah, it was crazy stuff. And yeah. uh, now you're running Compound. I am, yes. Compound, uh, Compound Cleveland and Valley View. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit about what's going on in Compound. Well, uh, we've got a program for young kids. You know, nice. Uh, I would say all the way from five years old all the way through high school. And okay. Had some college kids coming in there. Yeah, I've heard, I've seen uh, a few of the uh, clinicians coming in. Not bad guys, right? Some pretty good guys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You had, yeah. What you had, Ty Mitch in. Well, Ty Julius. runs our youth program. Okay, great, great. Yeah, he does that three nights a week, and that's going well. <laughs> But uh, we've had Gabe Dean in there. Wow! Uh, yeah, he was on our he was on our uh, on our air back yeah, in the uh, first season. Yeah, we love Gabe. He's terrific. Yeah, yeah, he awesome. really is. Very thoughtful guy. Yeah, bright guy. Yeah, he got to be bright to go to Cornell. Very uh, mature for his age. Indeed, right? Yeah. Very thoughtful, genuine yeah. guy. I like yeah. that, you know, and reflective too, because sometimes, you know, they get full of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Not that guy. Very absolutely, humble. absolutely, and uh, you know, talking about that. Uh, you know, I, I, I watched you and I, I never coached against you, uh, in high school, but I did have the opportunity to coach, um, a guy that's kind of doing the same thing you're doing right now, not mm -hmm. in the compound world, but with your sons, uh, Tommy Gallagher. Okay. Okay. And Patty. Yeah. Oh yeah. And your, your son, uh, Vic is, uh, doing the same thing as Patty, basically ranked number one in his weight class. Right. Well, they, they trained for a couple months this summer together sure. while they were training for who's number one and. Of wow. course, we've known them a long time. Right. You know, they were a member of my original gym. Okay. okay. And uh, actually, uh, one of my trainers trained Patty's sisters for okay. Irish dancing. I love it. So, that, <laughs> I love that, it. That goes back the wrestling or Irish dancing in the it. Gallagher family. I That's love it. That's it. Absolutely, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I uh, had the opportunity to coach Tommy at John Carroll. Okay. What a stud. Yeah. You know, um, an incredible talent. Mm -hmm. But even as great as Tommy was, Patty's that much better. I yeah. mean, he is he is something special. I think that's our goal as dads, right? Right. Make, make the kids better. Absolutely. Leave a better person. That's it. <laughs> so tell me about your son. What's going on with uh, with with your son? Uh, well, uh, I've got two. I know you yeah, do. You got right. a young one coming up who's a stud as well. Yeah, yeah. he's a freshman. Okay, what's his uh, name? Kale. Kale. Okay. With the K. Oh, well, okay. With the K. Okay, okay, I got you. Got yeah, you. All right, K A E L. Cool. Yeah. But, uh, the older one's just uh, excited to get to Oklahoma State. Fantastic. You know, he spent a week out there about a month ago and yeah, uh, training and loves the coaches, wow. loves the town. Wow. Uh, he's been going out there since seventh grade. I'll be darned. Uh, so they've kind of watched him grow up and yeah, you know, he's, yeah, he's excited to get out there. Yeah. Well, we had a 
we had a, a connection there too with uh, Alan Freed. Yes, going there oh, yeah. back at, back in the day, right? Yeah. And uh, that was that was incredible, Alan's uh, career. So, so tell me about what's going on with the season. What, what what's happening with, uh, with well, your son in the season? Uh, we're trying to get in matches as we can. You okay. know, uh, they've had a few dual meets, and okay. uh, of course, the lineups haven't been full. Right. But, uh, you know, hoping for a state tournament. I sure. was really looking forward to this year with the two boys together for the first time. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're back-to-back weight classes, and so hopefully they'll get a chance to wrestle in the state tournament together. Sure, sure. So, you know, Vic, uh, one of the things about blood time is lineage also to motivation, and you had the ultimate motivation with your dad running basically the edge. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that history. So I started wrestling in eighth and grade. And if it, people don't, re- don't, don't know what the edge is, it's a book of quotes that Howard Ferguson, the legendary long departed coach of St. Ed's put together and then your dad took it from there. Well, uh, not only did he put the quotes together, he would write a chapter and he'd have his own verbiage at the beginning of each chapter, which I loved even more than the quotes. I know, right? Uh, You know, the guy was incredible. He really was. But uh, I started wrestling in eighth grade. Okay. I was horrible. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I resemble that remark. In ninth grade, I was the worst kid on the team, so yeah. I get it. Well, I was second string on the ninth grade uh, freshman team. Oh, wow. Not second string on the varsity team, second string on the freshman team. Wow. But, uh, you know, I got this book called The Edge Okay. Uh, for a Christmas gift. Okay. My ninth grade year. Sure. And uh, basically the message was simple. If you work twice as hard as somebody, they have to be twice as good to beat you. I like that. And for whatever reason, you know, it really struck a chord with me. Right. And I had been playing football, baseball, basketball. Sure. And uh, But what I liked about wrestling was, you know, you get out of it what you put into it. I like that. And I figured I could make a run at this thing. And uh, I was kind of a dork. I would write down the quotes in the book and okay. carry them in my front pocket. And I'd read them throughout the day. And, okay. you know, my parents saw what a transformation it made for me. Sure, sure. And uh, my dad... Uh, was trying to do a real estate deal with Ferg. Yes, yes, okay. Sure. And, uh, I remember those days. Yeah, yeah and uh, the book came up in their conversation. Okay. And my dad asked him how many it had sold. Yes. And told him what it did for me. Sure. And how it transformed my life. Sure. And uh, I think it, it would have been a bestseller based on the numbers Ferg gave him. Yeah. But uh, my dad was like, that's crazy. It should, be yeah. on, it should be on the coffee table of every house in the United States. Yes, and uh, well, so, so they, they uh, particularly then because books were still books. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, couldn't find anything online. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So uh, they entered into the publishing agreement. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, soon after, you know, the book got printed, Ferg passed away. Yeah. Suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. At a, at a picnic or something. It was, yeah, I remember I was a freshman at Edinburgh when I got the call on my dorm phone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that transforms your life. It did. So that's your blood time moment to some degree. Right? To some degree. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had two of them. Tell me another one. Uh, the second one was, uh, oddly enough, our cleaning lady that would come into our house okay. uh, once a month okay. was a woman by the name of Helga Davies. Oh, my goodness gracious. And uh, yeah. she would tell me, my Mikey, my Mikey's pretty yeah. good wrestler. <laughs> and, uh, Hilltopper, Chardon Hilltopper, yes, Mikey yes. Davies. What a stud. And uh, he helped you. He'll help you if you start yeah. wrestling. And I blew her off for years. Of course, you know, when I met the guy, I didn't know how good he was, yeah. you know, but he looked like a stud, right? He was pretty damn good. Yeah. And, yeah. Second uh, best probably ever. 
Of course, yeah. Lee Kemp is the best. Right, right. <laughs> Out of right, Chardon. Yeah. Not bad company, right? Not bad company. Yeah. So I remember her telling me one day after Mike had worked with me right, uh, that he thought I could be something special. Now, looking yeah. back on it, she was probably lying to me, yeah. right? Because I was still well, horrible back then, yeah, but, but, but I took employed. it to heart. She was employed. So she... I, I took it to heart. I believed I her at the time. I love so it. So it made a big difference in my life. That is that is incredible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. You can get inspiration from so many different places and so many things that can just transform your life. That's it's what amazing. I, that's what I tell my two boys today. You never know what you're going to say. Right. To a younger kid that's going to make the difference for that kid's life right right and those words have never been truer than helga davies yeah i mean it's just incredible and so here we sit talking about that and then how does that affect you as a father slash coach to your two boys uh you know it's 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 funny because i this is and I've listened to your, your other shows and okay. the okay. coaches and, sure. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal in the world today, right? Because right. you've got crazy parents, you've got good yeah. parents. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. One of the large colleges that was recruiting Victor, their coach actually, uh, told me he likes to have the parents input because good. there's very few kids that get that far without a parent pushing them. Sure. Now, you know, there's an exception to the rule, right? Of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah. for the most part, if you look at a lot of great wrestlers, there was, yeah, there was somebody back there pushing them to some yeah. degree. Yeah, particularly the moms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We just talked to Mike, Mike Amin and Miles and uh, Malik. Both said that Marcy, the mom, is tougher than the dad. <laughs> the well, dad was a national finalist. Well, the, the same's probably true in my household. <laughs> you, know? you know, but you really think about it, Tiger yeah. Mom. Yeah. Right, Tiger yeah. Mom, and think about. Tiger Woods, right? He had a great, great, great dad, but that mm -hmm. mother is tough. You could just tell she's tough. You know, well, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's funny because I think every Mother's Day we've been at a wrestling camp. Yeah, you know, her birthday's in October. We've been at a wrestling camp. Sure, and she's all for it. You know, whatever God will help so her. What's boyfriend. her name? Nicole. We love Nicole. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> we love the mothers. Yeah, lo I love my mother, Betty. I love you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot so, of sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about that dynamic that occurs you know, at the home, because you have these two studs that are, that are, you know, really focused on mm -hmm. the sport and you've got a, a very supportive spouse, but what, what do you guys do to chill, you know, just to get away from it a little bit? Well, it's funny because both boys are polar opposites. Okay. Victor chills by watching flow wrestling I and, uh, you know, he really doesn't have any hobbies. Okay. Wrestling's okay. his hobby. Okay. You know, uh, my younger boy's got a lot of hobbies. Okay. You know, so when we're at home, we we really don't talk a lot of wrestling. Okay. So uh, it's been interesting for me. Yes. You know, I was a lot like Victor. That's all I thought about was wrestling. Gotcha. So for me to learn how to deal with my younger son and progress him. Right. Uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is uh, what you get out of wrestling. Right. 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 And, uh, you know, other than my wife. Yeah. My two boys are my best friends. I love that. That's and, fantastic. Uh, yeah. You know, the blessing for me, sure. traveling all these places with them, is the amount of time I get to spend with them. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, so, uh, you know, I, I always tell them, you know, I, I don't care if you win or lose. I'm yeah. proud of you because of the effort you put in to the sport. You That's know? beautiful. And uh, they know that. Well, I got I got a couple of questions for you on this because, you know, we had the, the legend Greg Urbison, mm -hmm. and he said from Ferg, use a sport, mm -hmm. don't let the sport use you. Right. So I, I hear that with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the other thing, too, is, I, again, I just interviewed uh, Mike Amin. 
Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, he exposes kids to a lot of different sports yep. to take the creativity from different sports. So you have a son that doesn't do that, and then you have a son that I don't know is is doing that possibly or not. Well, he doesn't play. They played. They they both played uh, football and baseball when they were young. Okay, but okay, uh, cool. they just didn't like it. They didn't. My older boy loved football, but then he was at a CYO school, and they didn't have enough kids. Yeah, that's so. true. CYO really, sadly, is no longer. Yeah. Man, it was a great feeder system. It, know, was. it was. It was incredible, and then. The, the, you know, the other thing that uh, we hear a lot from the father-son uh, connection is that spending time, like you said. Mm. And I just had the opportunity yesterday. I had a, probably an hour conversation with our wonderful producer, Maverick Peters' uncle, okay. Ryan Peters. Yeah. He's one of my dearest friends. And he has a phenomenal young uh, son, Phoenix. He comes and, to my gym. Yeah, I know he does. Yes. That's what I was going to yes. bring it around. I'm I love Phoenix. Around. I'm bringing this around. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they just went to a tournament. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they just had a nice conversation with Guy Seiko at mm-hmm. the tournament. Right. Our, our, one of our beautiful sponsors yeah. in defense. Great guy. Great guy. And uh, he said, I just cherish the time that I spend driving there mm-hmm. and driving back to these 45 minutes, hour tournaments, mm-hmm. spending it with the son. And, that's must must be what you're experiencing as well. For sure, you know, <laughs> I've got a memory. I put Victor in a camp one time when he was in fifth grade. He had no business being in. Okay, uh, it was a Jordan Middle School camp. Oh, okay. and they'd go live for two hours every night. Oh my God! And for five nights straight, he didn't get one takedown. Oh, you know, so I could remember the drive back to the hotel with him. About a twenty-five minute drive, tears in his eyes. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure it's gonna be okay, Victor. You're on the right track. Oh, you know, like uh, God bless him. It all it was all better when we got to the hotel and the pizza was there. Then right. The, <laughs> you right. know, the, the tears dried up, but you know, just all the times on the road uh, with him and Kale, you know, priceless. It is you can't priceless. put a price on that. You know, and and I, I want to explore too your your lineage. Mm-hmm. You got an incredible family. I mean, you have one of the most competitive uncles in the, on the planet. I mean, you can't be non-competitive and be the governor, right? The, the well, first of all, the mayor of Cleveland, mm-hmm. the governor of the state of Ohio, and then the senior senator for the state of Ohio, and really a, a phenomenally compassionate leader mm-hmm. on so many levels, bringing business back to the pro, to, to our to our city, uh, running a, a great governorship with the state of Ohio. What did you learn from that and in, in, in what your father brought to the party in regards to competitiveness, but also compassion? Well, I think the whole Voinovich family is competitive. I agree. You know, there's four yeah, boys. Paul, too, right? Is Paul? Paul is he, Paul? he passed away. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, my condolences. But uh, thank you. I, uh, I've I recently had the opportunity to train um, what would be my Uncle Paul's you know, grandson. Sure. So that's been fun. Wow. But, uh, you know, uh, the whole family's competitive. Sure. What I learned from Uncle George is I never want to be in politics. <laughs> Who does? Oh, my God. Just recently. Yeah. Holy cow. The yeah. last couple of months have been yeah. ridiculous. Hard to have a private life. Exactly right. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I, uh, I, you know, I had the opportunity. Uh, my, my brother is 50. Mm-hmm. My, my baby brother is 50. And uh, sadly, we went through, um, we were friends uh, with, with, um, with George. Uh, my father was during that time when he lost his uh, his daughter mm-hmm. to that tragic accident. Yeah. And they're about the same age. Okay. And I remember I was probably about 21 when mm-hmm. that occurred. And my brother, I think, was, no, no, I was, yeah, 21. Because mm-hmm. she was around eight, nine years old, something like that. I yeah, think. I was a year younger. Yeah. So that's a, I think I was in third grade, she was in fourth, or I was fourth. in second, she was in third, something like that. And I just, it just tore me apart. Yeah. I couldn't imagine losing my brother. You know, and, and the way that your family handled that was just, at least on the outside, you know, I don't know what the dynamic was on the inside, but 
and it's just got to be brutal. But the way that it was handled to the public was just magnificent. Mm-hmm. And I and I do want to let you know that. Yeah. Uh, just uh, on a personal level. Yeah, so, appreciate it. Yeah, it, it, uh, it was something. And we had, you know, an opportunity here where we, we, we brought Coach Imarino in, and he talked about the murder mm-hmm. of his grandson mm-hmm. and that dynamic and, yeah. and how that happened. And uh, those are blood time moments, yeah. uh, you know, when you just have to just figure it out. You know, and that's mm-hmm. what our sport does, right? Right. It fit, we 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 are we are challenged on how to figure it out, how to get to that next level, right? And uh, you know, with your son now gonna go, uh, I don't know if he'll be. I'm not sure. Is Dayton gonna be a senior this no, year? No, Dayton will be there for three years while he's there. Holy cow! Yeah. Well, that'll be some scraps. Well, you know, it's funny. We've we've known him for a while. Okay. You know, back uh, when Victor was in eighth grade. Sure. We were out at Tulsa, okay. and after the Tulsa tournament, you know, we spent a week out there, you know, when Dayton was at Sand Springs, and he yeah. was training with Dayton, so he's gotten to know, gotten to know Dayton well through the years. And, okay. Uh, you know, what a great role model he is. That's going to be a great mentorship, right? Yeah. There'll be some blood time moments there, yeah. whether it's blood or, <laughs> right. or tears or sweat right. or all of it, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I want to explore that relationship and also what Oklahoma State is going to look like uh, to your son, and then also what's the future at Compound. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to take a little break. Sounds good. Uh, we'll be back after we hear from our sponsors. Defense Soap at DefenseSoap.com. In the midst of our current health crisis, we at Blood Time want to thank Guy and Gus Seiko and the team at Defense Soap as a beacon of our protection. Body wipes, skin cleansers, bars of soap, shower gels, and disinfectant tablets. All this and more as Defense Soap is on the front line of our protection. Thanks to the Seiko family and their team at Defense Soap. Check them out for all your protection needs during these precarious times. Defense Soap at DefenseSoap.com This is Coach Cimarroni. I trust you are well and about to emerge after this most challenging of years. In all that we have collectively been through, we can still find that silver lining. That said, it is my pleasure and honor to announce a rekindling and reconnection to my long-time and good friends at the Montrose Auto Group. Mike Thompson, Chris Mills, and the incredible staff at Montrose Westside have afforded me and Razor, my company, an opportunity to present the outstanding lineup of high-quality vehicles in their stable. Jaguars, Range Rovers, Volvos, and a bevy of high-quality pre-owned vehicles are at are and your disposal. I look forward to being of service to you and your family, friends, company, and associates at your request and direction. Let's get together soon to discover how we may be a solution to your driving requirements and desires. Thanks so much and talk soon. This is Coach Cimarroni for the Montrose Auto Group's West Side Store. And we're back with Vic Voinovich, this is Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time. Vic, fantastic first part of the interview. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, what does... Uh, what's what's the future with Compound? And I know that you we just talked about it off mm-hmm. the air. You want to talk a little bit about uh, how you coach in there? Mm-hmm. Why don't you expound a little bit about that? Well, uh, Ty, Mitch, and I, you okay. know, run the youth program sure. out of there, and uh, you know, Ty's great. Known yeah. him, started training him with the weightlifting when he was in seventh grade with Johnny DeJulius. Oh, sure. Well, listen, <laughs> I 
All three of my kids graduated from Aurora High School, gotcha. so I, I know I know the Mitch family very well. Yeah, they're great people. Absolutely. And uh, Ty's unbelievable with kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he actually was a great coach for Victor when he was in junior high. That's great. They're about the same size, and he helped them progress a lot. But uh, And, you know, you know Julius, think about this. Julius was, what, 15-1 and one at the state, t- state tournament? Yeah. His only loss right. was to a three-time state champ. Right. Yes. <laughs> Think about that. That's yes. crazy, right? Yeah. 15 and 1 at the state title, at yeah. the state tournament. Unreal. Anyhow, <laughs> as we go, as we digress, yeah. wrestling geeks, right? Right, right. Go ahead. But, uh, you know, uh, I just, uh, I enjoy working with the families. Okay. You know, Ty uh, is is busy running the show. Sure. You know, uh, I'll chime in here and there, but Ty's unbelievable working with kids. But, right. You know, I think a lot of times the parents need as much coaching as the kids. Well said. Uh, so I enjoy having the parents involved. Because it can be very toxic. Little, it can be very toxic. Yeah. I've seen a lot of relationships rolling through the years over what? Yes. A couple W's. Yes. You know, yes. and like we talked about earlier, it, yeah. you know, it's what you, it's what the time you get to spend with your kids and the relationship with the kids. Exactly. And a lot of those relationships are crushed. Yeah. You know, um, so I think it's just as important to coach the parents as it is the kids. And it takes a special kind of person to coach a young person, mm-hmm. a really, truly young person. You know, yeah. um, my beautiful fiance, who I'll soon be marrying in six months, teaches second grade. Wow. I, you couldn't pay me enough money wow. to do that. That's a challenging age. I, right. And I could never coach young kids. I didn't like that. I didn't right. like that dynamic. I liked when they could have interplay with you, mm-hmm. you know, intellectual interplay. I like, I like that. So right. I like that dynamic at the, at the high school or at the college level. Mm-hmm. I really do. So I think what Ty's doing is a really amazing job. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the other um, thing that you brought up, you know, I, I experienced that at Beachwood where there was really a toxic environment when I took over for the second time. Right. And there was no reason for it. Cause the, cause the, the kids loved each other. The, the brother, you know, the, the, the sons loved each other. Mm-hmm. It was the parents that couldn't figure it out. Right. And it's like, what is that all about? I mean, are you kidding me? You got to live vicariously through your child. Right. Let the child be the child and have a beautiful relationship and just enjoy them. Right. Right. Yes. You know, I, I so I, I hear what you're saying. So tell me how you're, how you're addressing that in your room. Well, you know, I think again, every, every family's different, sure. you know, and every situation's different, but, uh, you know, it's funny because my wife went to every practice when the kids were younger, not okay. in high school. Okay. And uh, she's amazed at some of the interplay with the parents there. She's like, all you did ever did was sit back and watch practice. Right. And you never said a word. You right. Know, what makes these people think they need to be on top of their kids every minute of practice? Well, that's what that's the way everybody was back yeah. in the day. I yeah. mean, my father would never think about coming into a football <laughs> practice or wrestling room or baseball practice and say, hey, do this, do that. The coach was my, my, my parents were at every event, but they were right. not at one practice. My dad the same way. My yeah. mother didn't like uh, me banging heads too much, uh, even though her brother was a third in the state wrestler, first wow. first place winner in history of Cleveland Heights. Wow. Lenny Arslanian. Okay. Right? God bless Uncle Lenny. But no, not, none of the old school parents would ever think of that. No. It, was, it would be like they'd be insane to do that, you know? Right. Well, you know, I'd, I'd have conversations with my boys after practice. Right. You know, things I saw, right? Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> there's a time and a place for it. Respectful addressing a coach is, is reasonable. Yeah. I think so. Right. But to, to try to literally, you know, usurp that power or usurp that authority sends a bad message, not just only in the wrestling room, but in our society. It does. I think that if we don't pay attention to outstanding authority, we're making a 
bad, a big mistake. Well, you know, and the other thing is what these uh, parents don't realize is the kid's more worried about what the parent's thinking. Yeah. Instead of just focusing on getting better, learning the techniques. Having fun. Yeah. And enjoying being a kid, right? And, and you know, for the most part, it's funny. I've seen so many, uh, you know, grade school and junior high killers. Sure. That aren't even around anymore. Yeah, they get burned out. You know, yeah. it's that plus, you know, I think Victor started his second year of wrestling 0-10. Okay. You know, he wasn't a mean kid. He wasn't a physical kid. Right. Uh, he wasn't an athletic kid. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I can remember Patty Gallagher at that age crying. Sure. Getting his butt kicked. Sure. You know, by a tougher, more athletic, meaner kid. Patty was a little pudgy like Victor was. Sure. At sure. a young age. Sure. And what these parents don't understand is it's about technique and having fun at that age. Right. Once puberty kicks in when they get older. Yes. That evens everything out. Absolutely. If they have the technique, they're going to win. Absolutely. But some of these kids are so scared to even take a shot yeah, because or throw a leg in. Okay. You know, I don't know how many times I've seen a parent see their kid get reversed in practice with the boot riding and say, you're never throwing a leg ever again. Yeah. Well, how are they going to learn how to do it? Oh, my gosh. It, it just, it's just so uh, it's such a disservice to not only the sport but to the family <laughs> dynamic. Right. You know, and I think that encouragement, particularly in this you know, virus era mm -hmm. is incredibly important. I mean, we, we talk about that all the time in, in this podcast in the second season. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you to leave some words of encouragement and courage mm -hmm. to our, to our audience. Uh, that's the last thing I ask in the podcast. But I, I think that what you're saying is so important and I love, that's why I love Chagrin Falls. It's an amazing community. The parents are throwbacks. They remind me of the stuff that was in the eighties, seventies, nineties to mm -hmm. some degree. And they, they really, really respect what I'm trying to do there and what my staff is doing there. But also, too, we're paying attention to the individual person first, wrestler second. Well, you know, it's funny because I had a gym uh, mm -hmm. in Bainbridge back, back in the day. Sure. And I trained a lot of Scranton Falls football players okay. back when they were in the they state finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19... I mean, 2010, 11, 12, yeah, something I can like remember that. pulling my boys out of school to go watch them in the finals because yep. we, we trained a lot of those kids. Sure. And what was great about those kids, you know, a lot of times you hear kids talking while they're working out. Yeah. These kids were talking about getting A's in their classes. They yes. weren't talking about going out and partying. I know. It was just a great dynamic, and you could see why the kids were winners. And just the, the, the parents. I mean, the parents were unbelievable. The parents of my three captains, I just I just adored them. Yeah. And uh, I'm... I'm to, to the effect that I'm going to have an episode where I'm bringing in my three captains. Awesome. Because we have never had a generation that has gone through a season like this. Right. And I wanted to get that down for posterity's sake and to get their perspective on having to bust their ass during this time. I mean, literally, we our first event is going to be Thursday at Sherman wow. Falls. We've been practicing for how many months, you know, off-season, preseason, and, and, you know, regular season. So having said that, what does what does Oklahoma State look like for you and, and your son? Well, again, it's interesting. We had we have a volunteer assistant at Brexville that I've known for years. I've known since high school, Hesh Sagafi. Oh, we had him on the air, right? Absolutely. And uh, Hesh, that's, that's a man who's made himself. Yes, <laughs> unbelievable man. Right, True. hard worker. True definition of hard work. True determination. Yes, Absolutely. discipline. Yes. And uh, he had Chris Perry come in to do a clinic between Victor and Victor's sixth and seventh grade year. Holy cow. And, uh, you know, I was homeschooling Victor at the time. Okay. And had the gym, so I made my own hours. And 
Ash was like, you mind picking him up from the airport and entertaining him until practice? Wow. Twist my arm, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, long story short, Chris took a liking to Victor for whatever reason. And uh, so, you know, we've been going out to Oklahoma State for probably two, you know, two and a half weeks every summer. And uh, we get to stay with the Perry family, you know, Mark and Kathy. Oh, my God. Wrestling uh, royalty. You know, they they treat Victor and Kale like they're their own grandkids. That's fantastic. Uh, So... uh, you know, Victor's really looking forward to getting out there. Sure. You know, he feels like everybody out there's family already. Yeah. Uh, you know, the coaching staff's unbelievable. You can't beat John Smith. I mean, what what uh, the heck, right? And then uh, you've got yeah. uh, Esposito and Perry sure. and Caldwell. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that is, again, a absolutely all-star cast. I mean, all-world cast. You know, again, Victor's been to a lot of places and right. a lot of coaches. And, sure. You know, when he was out there last month, he came back with pages of notes. I love that. I yeah. love that. Tell me, uh, you know, I want to I want to address this one point that you just brought that up, uh, and then I want to sort of kind of wrap it up a little bit because this has been a great interview. We've touched a lot of stuff in a short period of time, uh, Vic, and I really appreciate your thoughtfulness on this. Really good stuff. Um, coach shopping, you know, this, this taking it to different coaches and 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 sort of uh, fraying the high school experience. What do you? How how do we? How do we? get a, a good middle ground with that. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm not sure I understand the question. Well, like, you know, when I was coaching at Beachwood, I had a kid who wanted to go all different places. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Right. I said, no. Okay. I said, if you do it, you're going to be suspended for a week. I mean, you're going to come to my practice. I mean, right. I think I know what I'm doing. You right. know what I mean? I don't need you to go. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I got and I got some pretty good assistance coach. Like at that time, I had Alan Freed as assistant coach. <laughs> Not so bad, right? Not so bad. You know what I mean? But I had Scott Peters coming in the room mm-hmm. and other guys. I mean, you know, some pretty Another good one, really good technical guys, right? Um, and you know, so that's the point I'm making is, you know, it's great to have coaches in your life, but it's also you got to have that one voice that is ultimately the buck stops here. Well, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I I moved my family to Brexville. Okay. Uh, literally two days before Victor's freshman year. Okay. Uh, we had known for some time he was going to go to Brexville. Gotcha. But, uh, you know, I have that belief in Coach Haverdill. Perfect. And uh, uh, unbelievable role model. Sure. And I knew that I could drop Victor off at practice mm-hmm. and, you know, not yep. need to be there. Yep. You know, so I that... enjoy being there when I can. Sure. But, uh, you know, Todd is a 365-day-a-year guy. Right. You know, uh, he's got three daughters. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, all of his wrestlers are like his sons. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, I knew Victor would be in good hands there. Yes. And, uh, you know, so I, I I, think what you've got to do is find, right, the coach, coach that you're comfortable with yeah. Yeah. and give him the reins. Well, it's interesting that you echo this because we just had Michael Goldberg on mm-hmm. for the second time. And his, one of his, his you know, drops of intellect for us and intelligence was find good coaches mm-hmm. for your kids. Yeah. He says it's extremely important. Doesn't matter what sport you play, find yeah. good coaches. Yep. So you're echoing that. And then second of all, I, as a coach, I take it very seriously. I, this very first thing I say to the kids when they come into me, the first day of practice, you're my sons, uh, but I'm hold you that standard too. Mm-hmm. Good. You know, I mean, you gotta be held to that standard because I take my, ser- my, my, my relationship seriously and my responsibility. I am a local parent. By law, I am a local parent. Mm-hmm. Teachers, coaches are local parents. Right. So I love that you feel that way about Todd. Yeah. And of course, he is 
proven it over and over again yes, so yes. many, many ways. And, of course, Brexville is one of the premier programs in the state, mm-hmm. if not one of the top in the country. Um, we also had the honor of having both Johnny G and Clay Wenger in uh, from Wadsworth. You know, it's funny because Wadsworth's Brexville's rival. I know. And, and that's why and, I brought and, it up. And yeah. wrestling and football. I sure. love those guys. They're fantastic. You know, nobody nobody ever outworked Coach G. No. He was everywhere. No, he right? was fantastic. Unbelievable human being. Yes. He would do anything for his guys. Yes. And uh, Clay's the same way. I agree. You know? Young and phenomenal leadership. Yes. Uh, Clay is, and he's just in, uh, we're, we're both now uh, involved with the GCWCOA. Right. He's the secretary. I'm the new president. So it's yeah. kind of weird to do that with, with at this stage of my life, but it's, <laughs> it's great. And uh, I, Clay has been phenomenal. I mean, yeah. just, just absolutely phenomenal. Done an unbelievable job there so he, far. He really has. Yeah. He's going to do a great job. And uh, I had the honor of coaching and refereeing John G's, uh, Johnny Grimuglia's challenge matches against Barry Broom. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that goes back that away. Goes, yeah, a couple of years. It goes back years. away at John Carroll when Tommy Gallagher was on that team. Okay. Yeah, so it was an interesting that was a great group of kids. Mm-hmm. We had the D'Angelo's on the team. Mark Sullivan was there. What a what a all star cast yeah. too. But just also great human beings. They've you know gone on to doing great things. And uh, I'm really pleased that you that you came in today, Vic. Well, I enjoyed being here. Thanks you, for having me. You're, you're fantastic. And um, I want to I want to leave the audience. You know, we're, we've gone through some real challenging times, both as a society and as a sport uh, since since March. Leave the leave this leave the audience with some words of encouragement and courage, if you would. Well, you know, uh, again, I think uh, it's it's not about the wins and losses in the sport of wrestling. Right. You know, it's uh, it's what you get out of it, what you learn about life, what you learn about discipline. Uh, you know, I'm amazed. You know, again, watching my own two boys, sure. what they go through, and uh, you know their work habits. Even yeah. you know, even when they didn't know when the next match was going to be right you know they kept at it sure you know and uh it's probably obviously true for all walks of life in these times right right you don't know what next week's going to bring necessarily just enjoy today enjoy today work hard work hard and do what you can to get better on a daily basis just do your best man do your best you know and uh, i love those words those those are great great words and uh i wish you the best at compound thank you the best with the up and coming kale mm-hmm. with a K. Yeah. And of course, your son that's going to uh, Oki State. Fantastic. Congratulations on that. And Thank best you. of luck with his uh, final senior year and his college career. Right. All right. And best to Nicole. We love <laughs> that's Nicole. Right. Yes. Well, Vic Voinovich, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it, and love to you and your family. Thanks, Peter. You got it. This is Coach Cimarroni. We are all blood. Love to all. We here at Blood Time, and of course, me, Coach Cimarroni, are excited and overjoyed to be partnering with Evergreen and its leadership provided by CEO Michael D'Aloya. I have known Michael for 20 years, and his intellect, passion, vision, and professionalism are best of breed, and an immensely attractive and deciding reason we are now a proud part of the Evergreen family. In such a tandem, I really think only great things are to come. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, 
team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.